to boldly go where no podcast has gone before, we are the powerful Nerdcast. What's up, Christian? Hey, Corey, how's it going? It's good. It's been a very long week. Yes, you have done a lot of things, but first let's talk about your failures. You did not review Dorarora this week. No, I did not. Uh, I was real busy. I actually, I got caught by my brother. Uh, He got me to help That's a funny story. You should actually just tell that story. Yeah, um, and this has probably happened to a lot of you guys. You always know when you have a friend who's getting ready to move, it's a real bitch. No one ever wants to help them, because who the hell wants to lug up giant freaking couches Do you upstairs. want me to like come over and lift awkward things into my car that yeah. sounds great man i'm coming yeah. right over real fun <laughs> that's usually why uh when people do get you uh, to help them move they try to trick you uh usually it's with pizza or beer my brother uh tricked both <laughs> me and my father and one of his friends to coming over yeah we're gonna grill out tonight i got some steaks it's gonna be awesome and, uh, you know, I was all excited. I was like, yeah, cool. I'll take the day off. You know, I'll wait for Dorara next week because <laughs> who the hell on our channel is watching those reviews anyway? Oh. And um, so uh, I went there. Uh, brother's outside grilling. He's like, hey, man, grab a beer. I'm like, all right, yeah. Well, what's all this about anyway? Uh, nothing, man. Just wanted to hang out with you and dad a little bit tonight. Oh, and we got to move a couple of couches and we got to drive him somewhere and come right back and move a few more. And just... <laughs> That sounds a lot like uh, our friend I remember in college. He He's like, yeah, we're going to have a, a moving party. We'll all just move things all night, and it'll be fun. And no one wanted to move anything. And then, mm-hmm. like, by 11 o'clock at night, he's like, okay, everyone, you guys, like, move things or go. Do you remember that? I Co- do. Cody's, yeah. Oh, God, I hate that stuff. So remember, guys, use your caller ID. <laughs> ask a lot of questions. Otherwise, you might be trapped. And it was ironic, too, because, like, I shouldn't have been getting bad luck that day. It was Saturday the 14th. Uh, that makes no freaking sense. And that actually brings us uh, to my next topic in a brand new segment I want to call Blowing the Dust Off of the Cartridge. Uh, I want to talk about bow, a... Uh, exactly. It needs theme music. Some 8-bit. Something, I yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. we'll work on that. Pretend like a logo just popped up that said that. But um, <laughs> what's really cool is uh, I want to talk about the series Mortal Kombat right now. This actually ties Woo! into the most recent uh, Friday the 13th. Um, Christian, you're, you're probably a more casual fan of Mortal Kombat than I am. I'm a casual fan of fighting games in general. Cause mm-hmm. like I can't do the, the finger Caesars, you know, <laughs> I can't do that very well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just can't remember combinations for some reason, but mm-hmm. fighting games are awesome. And there's a huge fan base for them. Yes. Um, in fact, I'd say that fighting games are probably one of my absolute favorite genres, uh, in terms of video games. I've always loved Mortal Kombat. Uh, do you remember the first time you actually saw the game? Like, uh, yeah, or maybe the I first always, time you played it? I always remember, uh, like Scorpion and Sub-Zero fighting in the, uh, that lava pit. You mm-hmm. know, I think it was like a white stone walkway and then there was that green fluorescent green, uh, like acid all around them. Oh, that, that was the, uh, the pit from the pit. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2. Is that, uh... Couldn't you uppercut someone into it? You could. That was yes. one of the fatalities you could do, which uh, was implemented in Mortal Kombat 9, which is the one from 2011. Dun, dun, it was basically dun. like a uh, straight remake of that stage. But uh, I distinctly remember playing Mortal Kombat for the very first time at this old arcade, which was called uh, Malibu Raceway. It was like one of those Ooh. old uh, like arcades that has go-karts and oh, arcade yeah. games. And it still actually exists, which is great, because they actually do still have a lot of their old games. They still have an arcade unit. Street Fighter 2. I didn't even know if those... I bet we should... I want to look up how much a Street Fighter 2 arcade unit is. An original one is probably pretty expensive, but I distinctly remember it was uh, my brother's birthday party. It was 1993 or 4, I believe. And uh, we went to Malibu, and that's where I was able to try out a lot of these big arcade games. And Mortal Kombat had been out for a few years. It was really popular, and there was a huge line for it. It was the very first time I'd ever played the game. 
Uh, obviously, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but when you're a young kid and you see a game with ninjas fighting and blood exploding all over the place, it's going to get your attention. And from that moment on, I was a huge fan of Mortal Kombat. I unfortunately never had an opportunity to own any of the games until uh, I was a little older and had a PlayStation, mostly because... Uh, my parents weren't too strict about the video games I played, but when they noticed that we were playing uh, Mortal Kombat 2 on SNES, you know, they, they had to take notice of all the blood and the nastiness and stuff. And, so, uh, so Corey, I looked, and you can get with uh, you can get a 24-inch HD upright built like a cabinet mm-hmm. with six button and sticks for uh, $2,700, and it comes with Turtles in Time, mm. uh, The Simpsons game, Marvel superheroes and uh, Street Fighter Two. Oh my god! <laughs> you know that's not even all that expensive. No, that's like, just twenty seven hundred dollars, and it comes with all. The, dude, if I had the arcade player. version of freaking Turtles in Time, I would flip <laughs> out. But it's the fact that it's got those other games, and even the uh, you the said the X Men, the Simpsons game, the oh, Simpsons. I think there's a uh, yeah Marvel's uh, superheroes. I don't all know. Right, I think I, it's one of the the brawlers. Same thing for the Simpsons. Yeah, game, it's, like it's a brawler. Those, you know, you get uh, up to a couple players. Y'all get in and just fight random characters do the simpsons game though i haven't played that in forever i've never mm. beat it um that's probably the only good simpsons game in, in existence i'd say um but <laughs> there yeah was it's, a few it's, for like 64 that were okay uh i don't know if it was 64 there was a lot on gamecube there was like a simpsons hit and run game oh and, that was big though a lot of people played yeah, that it was basically grand theft auto meets the simpsons minus all of the uh the super violent bits um, but uh, speaking of super violence, Mortal Kombat yet again. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, you know, like I said, first game I ever really owned was a Mortal Kombat trilogy on PlayStation One. In fact, that was my very first PlayStation game. Loved it, freaking obsessed with it. It had like all the characters from the first couple of games, and then I just sort of dropped off the Mortal Kombat horse for a long time because I didn't really care for the 3D games. I rented a few of them. I even specifically rem- remember renting one and playing it at your house. Um, but then in 2011, they came out with Mortal Kombat 9, which rocked my freaking world. The critics loved it. The fans loved it. And now we got this new one coming out, Mortal Kombat X. And I was oh, kind man. of excited for it before, but I didn't like the fact that they were cutting out a lot of my favorite characters and introducing a lot of new ones, which I didn't really care for. But this Friday the 13th, they made the most badass freaking announcement possible. Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th Damn. series is going to be playable in Mortal Kombat X, and it's official Take my fucking money. <laughs> I want this now. And it's so fitting because in Mortal Kombat 9, they had uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Now they're going to have Jason. There is a trailer for it. If you guys want to check it out, I'll put it in the uh, description box below. It's very short, and it just basically lets you know that Jason is going to be in the game. But they show you what his model is going to look like. He's freaking huge. He's jacked. He's got a machete. He's got his classic hockey mask on. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do with this character. And uh, it's basically solidified the fact that I am definitely getting a PS4 this year. I've been waiting to decide what I'm I'm going to get it, but the fact that we got Mortal Kombat X coming out with Jason in it, freaking Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, Batman Ooh. is coming out. Like, this is the year to get a PS4, I think. And a lot of these games even come out on Xbox. I don't even know why I'm gravitating more towards the PS4. Because but, it's better. Yeah, probably because it's better. <laughs> I've always just been more of a Sony guy, but I'm freaking just amped. And, like, just seeing the trailer, which is like 20 seconds long, the minute I was done, I'm like, what can I do? What organ can I sell <laughs> in the next month to have enough money to get a PS4? Yeah. Like, I want it that bad. But I am going to wait. Um, I'm going to wait until the summer to uh, play this. Uh, but I'm really excited. I cannot wait to get this. Remember, if you want to get Jason, it's going to come in this thing called the uh, Combat Pack. It's uh-huh. going to come with a lot of extra characters, skins, and Jason is a playable character. He's going to be the first one who's going to be introduced. And I'm pumped up, son. I can't wait to see what his uh, freaking <laughs> his fatalities are going to be because... 
probably touch you with the machete. I mean, that's the easy thing. (laughs) But that's the thing. This is a character whose whole, like, thing is about killing people. Yeah. You know? What are they going to do to make him have, like, a unique fatality? Because in this game, I don't know if you've seen some of the fatalities. I could imagine, yeah. They are freaking raw now, dude. There are some that are, like, straight up funny. Like, Johnny Cage is back. Uh, There's this, you know what he does for his fatality? He walks up to a guy, he puts his fingers inside their chest and starts to rip them apart. And then as soon as they start to rip apart, you see his face and he goes, here's Johnny! (laughs) Like it's. But then you have another one. There's a character by the name of Ermac, who's a a psychic ninja. Is he the red, red, black one? He is the red and black one. And uh, he's got like these green glowing eyes. And one of his fatalities is he lifts you up in the air he turns your body sideways, and then he forcibly opens your mouth and uses his psychic powers to rip your guts out. And they show it all in detail, slowly coming out. And then when it's all done, he just crushes your head randomly, because why the hell not? Yeah, I mean, it, well, no one just kills you in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, they, 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 they make sure you're going to die, and then they kill you. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Like freaking uh, Scorpion, he shoots a fireball at their chest, and the only thing left in their chest is their heart, which is still dangling. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that was a pretty cool fatality. That's it. It's not done. He pulls out his sword. He walks up to the character who's now kneeling down and uses the sword to cut through just a portion of their face, just the front part right here. Okay. So all this falls off. All right, that's pretty violent in itself. <laughs> it's not done yet. The dude falls over, and because his face has been cut in half, his brain starts to literally wiggle out of the freaking skull and land right there on the ground. And just, like, it amazes me that this stuff caused so much controversy back in the day. And now it's fucking nightmarish. And no one cares. No one cares <laughs> at all. We live in the age where this type of shit can get by and we can just get over it. Which brings us to oh, no, my Corey. next point. No. <laughs> which is a subject no. I've been wanting to talk about. Maybe not too much in detail. But it's one that, that actually got dropped on me. And uh, there's these guys who've been using the Unreal Engine to make some pretty... No, no, no. The Steam, the Steam Valve engine. The Steam Valve is what Yeah, it is. Half-Life. Okay, Valve Half-Life. engine. All right. They've been using that to make these torture porn videos of famous video game characters. Yes, and, yes. Uh, saw one today. Saw, uh, yeah. And by saw one, I mean, like, I watched a few seconds of it, and I'm like, I'm done. It's pretty fucked up. And it's funny, um, because I, I think that's, that's a lot. That, that says a lot, Corey, because you could just say that, mm-hmm. but you could have watched it. Yeah. But you... You really didn't want to watch it. No, I didn't. It was really <laughs> uncomfortable. But the thing that's really, really fucked up about all of it is that it's actually really well made. Oh, yeah. That's the only it's problem. Really well made. Like, like, these guys put a lot of attention and TLC into making this stuff work. Oh, the sound, is, the sound design is so good. <laughs> <laughs> the sound design is nasty as all hell. Yeah. Um, it's just a joke, really. It's, it is. It's very... But uh, the reason I was intrigued by this is because this was an article on Kotaku, and they always do these amazing uh, articles on video games, and this one's just crazy. It's clearly not safe for work, so if you guys want to actually look at this article, I'll put a link for it in the description box below, which will also direct you to the actual video links if you want to watch them. If you want to see characters like Laura Croft getting gang-banged or freaking uh, <laughs> Kasumi from Dead or Alive. Get, um, like, raped by demons. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it's a disturbing thought, but it's weird that they're actually putting that much work but into it. How much of the article did you actually read, Corey? Because I think the article had very strange but also valid points of view mm-hmm. in ways that they were saying, like, this is, you know, we don't charge anything for this. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously a lot of people watch it because they have the numbers. Yeah. And then... Uh, Who's not going to watch? <laughs> A Laura Croft. It, the video is called Laura in Trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So if, oh, she's in trouble. 
So, yeah, the point is... Make it double. Uh, Make it quadruple, apparently. Oh, my God. So, the point is that uh, these people say that they're allowed to do this, or they want to do it for people that would like to experience, experience these characters in intraditional ways or untraditional manner, mm-hmm. which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It's kind of a cop-out. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, I especially love the comment at the very end of the article. The guy's like, well, you know, it is a bad video in a sense that it is uh, one of your favorite video game characters who's uh, being subjected to something horrible. But at the end of the Laura Croft video, she ends up killing all of her captors. And uh, she's reestablished the fact that she is, again, a strong woman. I guess they're just trying to make you forget all of the 17 (laughs) minutes of pure, raw, nasty-ass sex that you just saw. But there it is. I'm not endorsing this in any way. I think it's sick and disgusting. But... They're doing amazing things with that engine, which, you know... I wonder, that that takes you to a good question. What's Valve going to do? Exactly. Like, are they just going to say, do they censor things? Mm -hmm. Because what about if, like, uh, if you censor it, like, that much, then there could never be, like, a medical video Mm -hmm. made with, like, the Valve engine. If Mm -hmm. they said no human body form like that. Or maybe they could just go after them if they started using the character models from, like, Team Fortress and stuff. Mm -hmm. They actually they, there was one in that article. Yeah, there was because the uh the the engineer, you know, the little guy with the baseball cap with mm-hmm. the the bat, he uh he is in all those videos. He just makes like small appearances in the background like making a thumbs up, <laughs> you know, and then he gets out of there. That makes it okay. Yeah. <laughs> they made me laugh while I cried. But uh, I like that point you made. There is possibility for using this engine for other things. I think it could be good. And it obviously shows that these guys who are working on this. Like, two guys made Laura in trouble. Just two dudes. Just two people. Like, yeah. it, it's a shame that such talented people are making such nasty shit. But, like, <laughs> they could really put that work into something else and uh, more involved and maybe an actual video game in the future. Yeah, they're obviously good video games or machinima makers. Because, mm-hmm. like, like you said, the production value is really high. So they obviously know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They could be doing something else. But that's what uh, uh, Red vs. Blue, the evolution of Red vs. Blue, has come to, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> a little more risque than the first couple of episodes of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like this other point you brought up, which is going to be a nice segue uh, uh-huh. into our next segment, where, uh, you know, what do they even do with these characters that are, you know, clearly owned by other companies? You know, they're not going to be able to profit from this whatsoever. And, uh, you know, not only do we live in the age of the internet, but we live in the age of the fan reboot or fan made film. And that brings us to Power Rangers. Yeah, that is uh, actually the Power Rangers rated R, whatever they called it. Or I just saw it. I think it was Power Slash Rangers. That's how they were uh, able to get away with it. Oh, okay. But anyway, it's like a rated R version of Power Rangers or like a real gritty, realistic sort of war documentary, futuristic thing. Mm -hmm. It was really well made. And after some research, I found out the guy, uh, one of the people involved in it, either the director or the cinematographer was the same guy that made the Turn Down For What music video by, I don't know who made that, mm-hmm. but everyone knows that song. Turn Down uh, For What? I don't know if his name was Joseph Kahn. Yeah, uh, I think that might but, be him. Uh, I'm looking at uh, some of the uh, info in the video right now. I'm also watching an action scene currently where uh, the uh, Black Ranger is just destroying... Oh, those North Koreans? These gang members. Yeah. like, And uh, th- that's the thing, like... Uh, the more I watch it, the more I do like it. Um, but I can understand why the creators of Power Rangers weren't too happy about it. Oh, because well, it is a property that's meant to appeal more to the younger crowd and, of course, to sell toys for kids. But what has the younger crowd done? They've grown up. They have. But they still love Power Rangers. Yeah, so Power Rangers of, is still a revel, uh, relevant thing on TV. Yeah, so I feel like really what it is is the evolution of the uh, fandom of Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And it took two dudes to make a 
<laughs> very graphic Laura Croft video. It only took like maybe 10 people to make that video. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy how the resources are shrinking to make these things. Mm -hmm. Like that looks really well done. It is. It looks like a film. Mm -hmm. So, and obviously it was made with really nice equipment and lighting and all that and really good post effects. They even got uh, some pretty well-known actors to be in it. The dude I from Dawson's it, Creek? Yes, James Vanderbeek. I think he plays the uh, the traitor Rex Red Ranger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it, the whole thing's really well done. And uh, the thing that, the, the reason I, I'm so interested in it is because it caused a lot of controversy at first when it was uh, when it first came out. It was real popular with a lot of people. Uh, but the people who actually create Power Rangers and the company behind it, I believe they're called Saban, uh, they weren't really happy about it at all, and they even asked them to take it down. And there were a lot of places where it was removed, but the fan base just exploded. And they're like, what are you doing? This is amazing. Please bring it back. And after a couple days, they were able to bring everything back for the fans and uh, so that we can all rewatch it in all of its glory. And so it's, they turned the company that called copyright on them. They changed their mind. They changed their minds. The fan base Whoa. helped change their minds. Wow. Twitter freaking exploded when this happened. And, uh, you know, they're not even making profit from it. You no, know, well, you is, can't. You can't make money off exactly. of it. Exactly. And, and the thing that's also really genius about it is, you know, it's a fan film of Power Rangers, but uh, in the entire, like, movie, aside from, like, maybe the names of characters, uh, the actual, like, suits they wear and everything, like, they, they're not the actual Power Ranger suits. Like, they're different enough to where they can get away with Yeah, like the Green Ranger, when you see him in a flashback, he doesn't have the gold thing on. He actually has like a gold hologram vest yeah. and like things like that. They're kind of different. Mm -hmm. But they're the Power Rangers. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're still the – I mean, you look at it, your first thought is, oh, that's a Power Ranger. Yeah, but one of the other things that they did is they really made the Power Rangers look like what happens in the after years. This mm -hmm. is the VH1 behind the music. You Which know? is an interesting concept. Yeah, you know, after they grow up, they all kind of have PS, uh, PTSD mm -hmm. and like have gone through too much shit and they're kind of power hungry and sort of like – distant from society i don't know how to describe Can you imagine going through like post-traumatic stress disorder about fighting big foam rubber monsters it's <laughs> too much that's what makes it a little hard to believe too because uh this fan film is really serious like there is bad language there is blood there's gunshots to the head if you ever wanted to see a power ranger stab a dude in the eye <laughs> like this is here for you and uh, again i'll stress if you guys haven't seen this it'll be in the description box below um, but it's been a real popular video over the last couple of weeks, and it's clear that the people who made this were fans of Power Rangers, at least maybe when they were younger, because I like that you said it's like the futuristic post-traumatic stress version of them. <laughs> um, there is actual continuity in this. Like, they reference things that happened in the original show and oh, like yeah. everything. So uh, I'd like to see something like this. There's apparently... I was really... A, the one thing that wasn't in there that I was kind of hoping would be there is... Uh, uh, who's the uh, the guy in the tube, Zordon, or...? Oh, the, 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 like the, uh, the head leader of yeah, yeah, uh, the, the Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Uh, yeah, Zordon. Zordon, yeah. or the computer guy. The, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Freaking yeah. Alpha 5. I yeah. wanted that. I was hoping they'd have, like... How are they going to make Alpha <laughs> 5 fit in? Ay, ay, ay! Motherfucker! Like, how are they How are they really going to make it, like, really gritty? That's a that's one of those characters I don't think That's translates. why they dropped, they dropped him. They're yeah, like, they got rid of that movie. character. Um, or they could have had him go, ay, 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 and then, like, you know, when he's getting taken and then, like, shoot, shoots him in his robot head, little robot bits go everywhere, and that's it. <laughs> make it slow. Yeah. Slow-mo and everything. Make it really I, uh, super dramatic. <laughs> that would be pretty. <laughs> Pink Ranger screams, no! <laughs> Do the freaking Shawshank <laughs> shot with the Power Rangers. 
That would be amazing. Now, uh, another little fun fact about this movie. Um, it doesn't have any of the people from the original Power Rangers involved. Um, before they made this, they, they tried should have to, got that dude to play the green. They should have got the Green Ranger to play the. They junior. asked him to. Uh-huh. He said no. Uh, he did not want to be a part of it um, because while he did like the production behind it, he just like the creators of the Power Rangers um, was basically saying the same. This is it's a kid's property. It doesn't need to be this dark and this violent and everything. Well, the and other thing why, is uh, he knows where I'm not. I'm not trying to call him a sellout, but he knows where his money's coming from. Oh, don't bite the hand that feeds. Yeah, and you know he's not parodying anything. He's pretty much playing a Power Ranger, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that breaks some contract he has. There, there could be something we don't even know about that yeah. and there's supposedly even a new mighty morphin power rangers reboot movie like oh, i bet it's gonna to be, be just like out. that no it's gonna be, it's gonna be nothing like this yeah, it's gonna be um, nothing like that but uh you know hopefully they that need guy to, says they he need to send uh uh they need to send uh uh power rangers to the nolan universe and just make it already you know? oh, God. <laughs> i don't know power rangers is one of those things like i still think it needs to have a level of camp to it i mean especially because it is based off super sentai japanese tv show mm-hmm. um so I don't know, but it is interesting. I like these fan uh, films a lot, though. Um, you know, there's another one that uh, I'm going to also recommend to you guys because I'm a huge fan of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one guy did a fan film, which is all about Casey Jones. And Whoa, it's really? all about him actually becoming the vigilante. And it's really dark and really well shot. And it has got some action scenes in it that are downright amazing. And the budget for it is amazing. And it's only like, I think, five people worked on it. And it's Whoa. one of the best damn things I've ever seen. Um, and it's like, it's kind of long too. It's like 30 minutes long, but, uh, it actually stands alone, uh, as its own thing. It's just called Casey Jones. I'll put that in the description box below as well, because it's just freaking hardcore, better than anything I saw from the Michael Bay Turtles movie. Um, but this, uh, this Power Ranger thing is interesting. Uh, hopefully they'll do something more with it in the future. I'd like to see a sequel. Um, and Dragon Ball fans should probably also know there's another brand new, uh, fan film series. I think it's called The Light of Hope. Mm-hmm. which is all about the uh, alternate future where Trunks lives, where uh, he's training with Gohan before the androids kill him. Have you seen that yet? Oh, yeah, I saw that. But the problem, I don't know, man. No, be honest. Like, well, what do you feel good. about it? It's good, but it looks like fans made it. And that's so sad that we have to say, yeah, if you're going to make it, though, make it look like a movie. I don't want to mm-hmm. know fans made it. Like, that's the standard we hold things to mm-hmm. now. And it's just not as good as uh the power rangers one. Oh, it's nowhere near as good as power rangers and that's the problem because now we have that that sort of like you know that sort of uh standard set and it's mm-hmm. just not the same oh so look at this real quick though so this is a uh, before batman and after batman the nolan verse so describe what you're seeing Corey. for the all right audience. basically he's showing me a picture of uh the original like uh film and tv versions of wonder woman <laughs> and superman and this is before the Nolan verse Batman movie started, yeah. or even just you know the new Batman movies in general, and uh, the comparison shot. I believe that's uh, Linda Carter who played Wonder Woman yeah. back in the day in the old TV show, and that's very old school Wonder Woman. You know, stars and stripes, um, you know, big red boots and everything. And then right next Make to it happen. is after Batman, which is dark and gritty Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know, it's just like just say her, just say her name for one Wonder Woman. That's Wonder Woman, and she's all freaking dark and everything. You got Superman. There's uh, the original Christopher Reeve version. Uh, basically, just looks like someone cosplaying as Superman, really. Yeah. And then you got the super dark one. And oh my god, <laughs> freaking Aquaman! Now Aquaman. this is this is a little different because Aquaman is a character who has gone through such a major evolution. He is and, like, uh, but he was always like a clean cut white boy with a nice haircut. 
And now, uh, I mean, it, it depends on what version you're looking at. But, I mean, what's funny about this picture that you're showing me is that the Aquaman here is the one from Smallville. This yeah, is a character this is that they introduced in there. Because still sort of a back in the day. Because uh, there hasn't been a live-action version, at least in the, up until the uh, upcoming new movie, which I like the look of the new Aquaman. I actually don't have a problem with it. My only issue, if I have he one, looks like more like picky. a Viking. Like, that um, comes out of the sea. A little bit, but a that's Game kind of... Game of Thrones of, Viking. <laughs> I mean, he is from Game of Thrones, so that makes sense. I forgot but, uh, his character's name, but he was really cool in the first season. Wasn't he a... I, what was the name, character's name? Something Destroyer. Something like that. Um, God, I forgot his name. Um, but my only complaint with the actual costume for Aquaman is a real nitpicky one, and it's just I wish his hair color was different. That's the only thing. I just don't think Aquaman should have black hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this next one is really funny. Uh, it's Catwoman, and interestingly enough, they went with, uh, you know, I feel so bad. I forgot her name. Uh, Scarlett Johansson? Next That's person. definitely not okay. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Toby Maguire, That's... and then Toby Maguire, Dark Batman. <laughs> For some odd reason, they got Angelina Jolie, <laughs> and then Angelina Jolie after. Batman is Maleficent. We're... Uh... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> regular old Brian Cranston being happy and then right next to him breaking bad. <laughs> you damn right. I am the one who knocks. Okay. Oh my god. Yep. Batman has gone through one hell of an Look, evolution. Read the last line. Uh, Batman Batman's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't, you know, I like Wonder Woman's new outfit. Uh, I, I think it's more was, realistic. I, I wish there was more color to it as opposed to just being all kind of like a... Xena? Matted gray. Yeah, it is kind of Xena-ish. She's Xena the warrior princess. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I am excited for this movie. How can I not be? It's like the start of possibly like a big Justice League franchise, which I think would be really cool. I just... It is true that Batman has like, you know, they, they feel like everything has to be dark now. Man, I wish I had the... Sorry, I'm taking it back to the no, arcade, okay. arcade cabinet. I want to buy that mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> I need to buy other things to survive in I life. I know, but that's pretty awesome for that price. Yeah. You can't say no to that. No, I'll take it. So, <laughs> what else do we got? We got uh, Jason. We talked about that. Power yeah. Rangers. We've done it all. Mm-hmm. We haven't done it all, actually. Uh, mm. We finally get to talk about uh, something related to Fairy Tale. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yes. you got to play a little bit of that audio chord. We just have a little to. Bit. Yeah. We have to. Um, <laughs> or at we least can. we'll definitely direct you to this. Um, now, we... we Jacobella! <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've made fun of fairy tale a little bit in the cast. Got nothing against the fans. It's just not the show for me. I think it's a uh, you know a little just stereotypical. Doesn't really do anything new per se. But the uh, the creator of the series, or at least the uh, the artist, has uh, just done something related to the American TV show Twenty Four. And I've done a little bit of research. Uh, apparently. Freaking Kiefer Sutherland is like a huge star in Japan. Well, you and hear that all the... Remember how you always hear stars go over there and make commercials? Mm-hmm. It's like a big thing over there. They mm-hmm. probably have their own sort of structure for all the famous people out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, 24 is a really popular show in Japan. And they just recently released the uh, the last season on Blu-ray. And uh, in honor of that, they did this big Blu-ray box set. And right on the cover is this anime version of Jack Bauer. This manga version of him, which was actually drawn by the creator of Fairy Tale, and it looks badass. The picture's great. It's just Jack Bauer doing what he usually does, which is wearing a black leather jacket, pointing a gun randomly, <laughs> and there's a freaking turned over car that's on fire behind him. It just sets up the awesomeness of 24. But that's not what really intrigued me. What really intrigued me was like, whoa, 
24 is popular in Japan. I've got to see what this Japanese version looks like. So I went onto YouTube, looked everywhere, and the first video I found are these commercials for 24, which have the most hilarious lyrics for Jack Bauer. Just, just play a little bit, Corey. I promise. I'm going to play uh, just a wee bit of uh, Jack Bauer for you. You got to turn it up, though, so your mic will pick it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... Uh, so, so when you first heard this song, you when I first was... heard the song, my first thought was, "Oh, this is a really funny like parody, parody. somebody made." <laughs> uh, no, this is the actual commercials. Um... Turn it up as loud as you got. Okay. So you're like, okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Oh. That's all they do. <laughs> but the thing that's funny are like the lyrics here. Let me like just. I am Jack Bauer, always in danger. I am Jack Bauer. <laughs> I never die. Always in danger, but never die. I am. Jack I am Bauer. Jack Bauer. It, that's. I get pissed easily. Okay. I am Jack Bauer. That's that's the whole thing. I am actually a crybaby. <laughs> It's like they just describe the character, but in a very shitty way. Maybe they that's do. very Japanese. I have no and idea. Good God, is it hilarious? <laughs> will this, that be in the video description as well, Corey? That will be in the video <laughs> description. You guys have got to see this. <laughs> yeah. To the guys who don't confess, I am Jakubawa. <laughs> <laughs> and every shot of the like the commercial, it's just him being a badass. Just a lot of random shots of him shooting people. Does he tossing. cry? Does he cry in the commercial? There, there's one shot where they say, uh, you know, I am Jack Bauer. And yeah. the next line is, uh, but I'm actually a crybaby. It's like a shot of him crying. There's another one where it's like, I am Jack Bauer, but I really love my daughter. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> if you ever, like, really try to translate <sighs> Japanese lyrics... They make no fucking sense half the time. I think their structure, their language structure is just very different than ours. It, it is. Like, you watch an anime and it's translated, you get the subtitles, you just understand like, what's going on. Just like English and Spanish, how, like, things are backwards. Like, you don't... I don't have a very good example, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, you don't go somewhere or something... I don't even know how to describe Spanish, but it's like, it literally sounds backwards when you mm-hmm. describe it sometimes. And that, that's kind of what uh, Japanese does, too, but, like, that's the way a lot of songs are, just the lyrics make almost no sense whatsoever but what's funny about these is that the lyrics are so to the point oh yeah it's just i am jack bauer i'm weak for my daughter it's still playing as i'm looking at it right oh, yeah. now it's I it's, it's hilarious uh, but it's good to know that our big boy Kiefer has uh, made waves over in the land of the rising sun well uh it's funny speaking of older actors uh i watched this interview with michael keaton and talking about his success with birdman you know he lives like in the mountains somewhere he has like a big uh uh, farm or something. I don't know if he's a farm because I don't know if he grows anything on it. But he has this big piece of land, I think, in Montana. And they were like, so why why have you been gone this whole time? Like, why do you only do so few movies now? And you used to be Batman. And do you see the similarity? It's almost like this role was written for you, but you just happened to get it. He's like, yeah, well, I'm not unhappy. I'm just here. And I don't like Hollywood. He actually said he didn't mind Hollywood. He just didn't want to live there. I mean, it makes guy. sense if he's living in Montana. He's like, eh. you know, just living in the, in the middle of nowhere. But he I said mean, it was the hardest thing he's ever done, though, because of probably all the cues and things he had to know. Mm-hmm. And the uh, like, if you got to do a five minute take and there's a lot going on in that take, anything could mess it up. 
I mean, I think that just it speaks to the skill of the actor. Yep, absolutely. You know, hopefully, this will open up a few more possibilities uh, for Keaton in the future. I'm dying. You know, and hopefully, it won't be you know more retreads of stuff because you know we live in the age of the reboot. Like, I don't want to see another Beetlejuice. Or anything That's coming. Like that. I'm down to see another Beetlejuice. I want to be. If it's Michael Keaton, maybe. And if Tim Beetlejuice Burton gets two, it, Beetlejuice two, though, I don't want Beetlejuice reboot. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, you don't want Melissa McCarthy in the new Ghostbusters movie. Who you maybe, said maybe that. she's playing Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> you I don't asshole. know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. I can't wait to see how that's going to so pan big. out. So yeah. big. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny when the when the big bitch falls over. <laughs> that's my. That's our whole stick. And then I don't want to talk about Ghostbusters she's anymore. She's going to have a proton pack. She's going to be falling, and lasers are going to be shooting out. They'll be like, whoops! Wow. <laughs> God, I am not looking forward to that whatsoever. But I don't want to talk about Ghostbusters anymore because I'll just get angry because I'm, I'm not looking forward to the new Ghostbusters. But I'm one of those stupid people. I'll be there day one in line going to see it. So I am Jack Bauer. I am Jack Bauer. Fuck Melissa McCarthy Ghostbusters. I don't know. That is, that is not working. I well hate the Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to say it more straightforward. I hate Ghostbusters. I hate women. That's I am cool. Jack Bauer. I am Jack Bauer. Remember, you got to include the I am Jack Bauer. I am Jack Bauer. I, I've, been letting the, I've been letting the video just like play, and it's been uh, randomly going to other videos when that's done. It's randomly now on a top top 10 Jack Bauer kills. That's awesome. It is. I'm sure Justin It's been Beaver's. going on for two minutes. Every single time I look at the screen, it's just Jack Bauer choking some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can just look at uh, uh, That's all that's happening. That's funny. Randomly got on i used to ride four wheelers a lot when i was a kid and uh, we sold them and everything because we had uh i don't know in georgia there's just places you can ride four wheelers you know there's like more room here and uh we were riding four wheelers back in the day and i just started watching randomly i will go i think it's like let's plays if i watch a review on something it's like i got to own it for a little while it's funny it like scratches my urge to go buy something mm -hmm. if i watch video reviews on it so i will watch random video reviews of like the Yamaha 700 Grizzly 4x4 four-wheeler. And I'm like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Do you not get into that? You watch Let's Plays. So I think it's kind of um, the same thing. It's like experiencing something without having mm -hmm. to buy it, you know? Kind of scratches It's prevented that. me from buying a lot of games that I don't need to buy. Yeah, but video games are something you're into. So for me, like, I'm not into four-wheelers, but I just remember, like, riding them. And it was a lot of fun. And I was like, damn, I want a four-wheeler. And then I'm like, I can't spend my money on stupid shit. That's why I like <laughs> going up to my parents' house because my dad's got, like, two four-wheelers up there. Yeah. And, like... That's it's weird. It's like he expects us to drive him all the time. We always go up there. We have races and stuff. It's fun. Like our Thanksgivings, every Thanksgiving and Christmas, half the day is spent like literally on the four wheelers. I shit you not. I want to fucking ride. I want to come to your house on Thanksgiving. It's fun. And there's, there, you know, uh, my parents live out in the middle of nowhere. So there's like tons of places to drive around and stuff. It's awesome. That is cool. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this week. No, I have to travel. Oh, I might as well make this announcement. I'm pretty much not going to be here for any Thursdays for the next rest of this month. Sort of sucks. But the reason I say that is because I have to travel for like every Thursday or like three days each week because I do cameraman stuff and I'm not looking forward to it. That's what everyone wants to hear about. Yeah. My shit days coming uh, but up. Yeah. Safe to say Christian's going to be uh, absent for a little while, but we're still going to be doing the podcast. Um, we're still going to be meeting up and recording that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're still going to have a presence on the channel and he will return uh, eventually. Uh, I hope you return in time because things are really starting to pick up in one piece right now Ooh. in the, uh, the manga version. And uh, that's where I need you. You're not missing out on anything in Naruto Shippuden. Uh, dude, I heard the mole made a comeback. Uh, <laughs> he did only to be killed extremely violently. 
by Shino. Did you actually uh, watch the previous episode? No, I did not watch that one. It's okay. You can skip it. Yeah. Uh, you remember that one scene in the war uh, at the end of Naruto when Shino was fighting against the uh, the Tentails monsters? Yes. And uh, he killed that one big one where, uh, with the uh, bugs that exploded out of its body. Yeah. Shino did that to the mole. Whoa. And it was really messed up and disturbing and like came out of nowhere. Like the, the, the episode that come back after that one crappy one, it was just watching uh, their team basically just wail on the other one. OK, good. Them. But it really time. but it, at least it looked better. Um, but yeah, you didn't miss much. Good, good. Cause I am not in the mood to watch more shit with, uh, characters that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, like you always say, you know, they're going to win mm-hmm. cause they're, by the time you come back to them, they already have, uh, they've already passed the tuning exam. So mm-hmm. you're like, fuck who cares? Exactly. And those characters suck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. They're not that great. And that was the thing that bugs me the most about watching the, the newest episode. Cause I was like, you know, I really liked the grass ninjas design. I thought they were really cool. Now they're starting to get on my nerves because they're just really annoying characters. They have one uh, one note jokes, and it was basically just an exact continuation of the other episode. The first half, completely forgettable. You could totally <laughs> skip it all, and you really wouldn't affect anything. So I can't wait until they finally get back into the final part of Naruto. At the rate they're going, though, it's not going to be for a while. Like From what I understand, the next schedule for uh, the fillers is going to go through the next month, which is kind of a bummer. All the way through April? All the way through April. But I bet April is a way better month for the filler. I hope it is. I hope it's going to pick up soon. Um, that would give them like four episodes in April. So they, uh, yeah. they could do all fighting episodes in April. They could. I mean, there's only so much more they can tell. I mean, they got to get out of this fucking desert first and then they just start <laughs> fighting each other. And then maybe something will happen. The next episode looks a little more interesting. Do you think they're going to address the uh, path to pain girl in the sense of like, you think she's just going to lose? And then get sent back and then get killed? Or you think she's something's going to happen to her and they're going to send her body back and then? I'm glad you said that because the next episode will involve that character. Okay. Uh, the preview of the episode uh, looks like it's going to involve uh, the Rain Ninja. And it even showed Conan in the intro as well. Okay, so she's uh, there. But she it looks like... like, well, actually, it looked like Conan was still back at Hidden Rain. Okay. Uh, but she's still probably giving out orders. Or this might have been like a flashback before they left. Like, like telling them what you're going to oh, have to do. Oh, don't you remember how she was addressing all of them mm-hmm. when before they left? Maybe there was more said. And that's what get, I'm like, guessing is going to, to happen yeah. eventually. Um, and, you know, that's all going to tie in possibly to uh, the Seven Tails Jinchuriki being there. But they're not doing anything with them, unfortunately. Hopefully in the next episode they'll do it. I am kind of bummed that the next episode is going back to Rock Lee and their team again. Mm-hmm. I mean, just they get way too much exposure. You know, I love Rock Lee. He's one of my favorite characters of the entire yep. series. But the other characters need some freaking FaceTime. And it, it's a shame that Kiba and his team got some of the worst episodes of the lot. So you know, <laughs> yeah, and they we're did. already going back to rock's team. There's still Sakura and their team that are doing things. So like, you know, they're, they're just sort of skipping away from them and they're, you know, hopefully they'll do something good with this, you know? Well, we got like six episodes left. Mm-hmm. There's actually, they could, they could do a lot with the characters or they could just focus on the, uh, tournament. And, and that's just what's been announced. This filler could go on longer. Okay. That's they could true. make it go through May. Whoa. Which is kind of freaking insane. I kind of hope it doesn't go that far. Go I'm really no. anxious to see what they're going to do with that, especially because, you know, we got the new spring anime season coming up and uh, things are really going to kick off. I mean, Tokyo Ghoul's about to finish up, which has uh, been a very good show for our channel. A lot of people have been tuning in for that. As that they should. Good. It's a pretty damn good show. The last episode was just full on action the entire time. It was very good. Which I'm totally all for. Uh, Jojo has still got a good ways to go. You know, it's still basically in the middle of its run. And then there's Death Parade, which continues to freaking impress me and it's only got two left okay two left to explain everything uh in that show just in the recent episode they finally revealed the name of that one woman character wow 
which you don't care about because you don't watch no. Death Parade, do you? Nope, not at all. No, I think the only one you watched was one that you watched with me and a friend. Yeah, it was good, though. I mean, I got it. I just don't care about the uh, I never got into it. Mm. And it looks like you got to watch it all to understand it. Um, it, it helps. Yep. Yeah. What about Space Dandy? You've been uh... Space Dandy is amazing. I just recently got the uh, first season on Blu-ray, which yep. I am going to do a a full unboxing and talking about the uh, extra features in it because they're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's a gorgeous set. Um, and just I'm noticing a lot of things I've never seen in the previous episodes before, and uh, I still stand firm. It's the best anime of 2014. I don't even have to think about it. No, it's, and uh, it's, really it's amazing, good. too, because the director who worked on that, uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, I'm glad I could remember that. Uh, he's worked on famous shows like Cowboy Bebop and uh, Samurai Champloo and even another show which came out last year, which I did review. Uh, you might remember it's called uh, Terror in Tokyo or uh, Terror yes. in Resonance. Yes. Which I don't know where that guy found the time to work <laughs> on Space Dandy and that at the same time, because both of those shows are like 10 out of 10 super high caliber. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait to see what more of this guy's going to do in the future. Hopefully more Space Dandy. I could go for a whole another 26 episodes. And they're not traditional anime shows at all. No. Like Space Dandy, ridiculous. Uh, that terror one, very well written. I based in realism. Yeah, based Extreme in Extreme realism. So it's like just they're so different from each other tonally, story-wise, character-wise, mm-hmm. just – you watch them for completely different reasons. You'll get something uh, different from each of them. And then there's like Assassination Classroom that's out right now, which is a very <laughs> strange, strange show. <laughs> to say the freaking least, the the most recent episode was weird. It was uh, when Chorus. He, when he upgraded the AI. So you watched that one yeah, too? Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, that one was weird. I did not expect that coming at all because in the previous episode, they were teasing that two students were coming. I didn't know that one of them was going to be a weird freaking computer thing that was filled to the freaking teeth with weapons. Yeah, it's a gun um, gun machine. But it was a it was a nice episode, and I'm still just confused as to where they're going with this show. I'm waiting for the bombshell moment, and I'm interested to see how the anime is going to handle that because nobody knows yet if it's going to be like a straight adaptation of the manga or mm-hmm. if it's going to have its own ending. But all the commenters have been telling me that it has been following the manga version, so I'm excited to see what's going to do with that. I hope they just find a nice stopping point and they go with that, kind of like what they're doing with uh, Seven Deadly Sins, which just watched the most recent episode of that. And it is getting better and better. Really? And better. I got to yes. check that out. I, I still feel bad that I never had an opportunity to uh, start watching that show from the beginning. Um, I'm still going to review the final episode and do a full review of the series. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I just, I hope, uh, same thing. I hope it actually adapts the manga version and yeah. uh, doesn't just find a weird random stopping point, which doesn't make sense at all. But from what I've understood, uh, it seems to be following the manga version to a T. So I'm really excited what they're going to do with that because it's fun. But I th- do think that like, yeah, the manga is good and it, you can go off manga and do it right. Sometimes, you know, you can, you know, so that's just my opinion, though. No, Like we've already mentioned Full Metal Alchemist before, you know, the that first season deviates, huge, but it's still really good. Yeah. You know, but then they went back and they did Brotherhood, which it, it was blew it out of the water. Well, bro- Brotherhood is way better, but I still think the old one, a lot of people didn't even know that there probably was a manga. They were probably, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I, know it was based on a manga at that point. Yeah, I didn't either. It was just kind of... Oh, speaking of which, uh, we talked about it last week because all the big new shows are getting ready to start. Uh, The creator of Full Metal has a new anime that's starting. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about it, but the art style is identical. Like, it literally looks like uh, the characters from Full Metal are in a new setting. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be like a big, like kind of ancient, like medieval war kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm kind of interested in that. There's a lot of good shows, uh, that are coming out this spring anime season. We've already said it before. If there's a show that you guys want us to watch or discuss or review, let us know in the comments section below, because there are just so many and it's really hard to keep up with all of them. There's a, 
I don't even know how we're we're just got to pick the winners. <laughs> There's so many Basically, out there. Basically, yeah. Whoever, whatever you guys like is what we're probably going to talk about along with what we like. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely this is make your voice heard. Be like a, a big experiment for the channel because uh-huh. uh, you know before we started out small, Naruto, Bleach, and then little by little we've been snowballing with other anime series. Yeah. And now uh, this time it's just going to be like let's look at ten different shows. Let's see what happens. There are some that I know are going to be a guarantee. You know, Ninja Slayer is going to be yeah. There. You yeah, know, it's yeah. definitely going to be there. That new Trigon uh, created show, it's definitely going to be there. Loop on the third is probably going to be there. Um, just, I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with all this other stuff. I'm really excited. Absolutely. Well, you guys, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, you okay with that, Corey? Yeah. Yeah, you're fine with that? Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we're going to keep up this podcast as long as we can. And also, Corey and I are looking at getting this on SoundCloud. And then they say that'll get us on iTunes. So I'm believing them. And we'll do that research soon to make that happen. But yeah, you guys, thank you so much for watching. If you enjoy these videos, give us a thumbs up. Follow us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. All that jazz. And uh, we also have a Amazon Associates link. If you want to help out the channel that way, buy anything through it through Amazon. And every time you buy something, we get a little bit of that and it helps us out. Or you can just directly donate to us with uh, our PayPal link. And uh, that's pretty much it this week, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, the powerful Nerdcast is out.